Going live in five, four. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of So Did You Like It, a podcast to go with the thousands and thousands of other film podcasts. But we're not going to be critics. We're not going to throw numbers at you. We're just going to answer the question at the end of the movie. So did you like it? I am Sir Squaren, and I am joined as always with my co-host. I'm the backstory nobody asked for, cause, and we have a special guest. Say hi, special guest. Hi. Ah, who are you? I'm Pumpkin Panic. <laughs> I'm the go. side character that happens to show up every once in a while. It's like, oh, that guy. All right. And this week, this is uh, week four of Summer of Animation, and the final film in the more family-friendly side of this summer, Batman Mask of Phantasm, directed by Eric Radomski and Bruce Tim, by a story, or based on a story by Alan Burnett. This Christmas, for the first time, America's most exciting and legendary motion picture hero comes to the screen like you've never seen him before. The Bat! In an all-new, larger-than-life feature film. Now, the Dark Knight confronts his newest and most menacing villain. Your angel of death awaits. The Phantasm. I want you. And faces his greatest danger. Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. A soaring new adventure. Batman. Mask of the Phantasm. The animated movie. Coming for a Christmas you'll never forget. This is a Batman story, y'all. This is a Batman story. That's really what I gotta say. There's Batman. There's Joker. Just sweet Batman. And it's more mature, actually. It's got blood. <laughs> there is a little bit of blood. There is a little bit of blood. Some some mature-ish themes, such as love, revenge... And- implied railing of your future wife and the implied railing of your future wife (laughs) thank you kaz i gotta say when it comes to this movie i always forget phantasm exists (laughs) until this movie i feel bad for saying it i'm sorry Uh, i don't i don't know i i saw it as a kid i thought it was dope as a kid i saw it as an adult it's still fun i've watched it when (laughs) i was eight years old it's what i used to watch all the time when i was a kid on the weekends and honestly uh, they found a way to actually make this incorporated into the main story for the Justice League. So it's a. Was it like? Are, are we talking about the uh, the the ending to Batman Beyond and Justice League Unlimited, where yes. you find out that like Terry is actually Bruce's son due to some yes. Amanda Waller bullshit? Yes, she that's even exactly. contacts Phantasm uh, to like, hey, yes. I need you to murder his parents in yeah. front of Terry. She wanted what? she wanted Phantasm to murder Terry's parents in front of him, thus making sure another Batman would be created because the world always needed a Batman. Batman. Was she still murdering at that time? No, she wasn't. And then she even oh. told Amanda Waller, just like, <laughs> you know what, dude? Like, if I do this, Bruce is gonna find out. He's gonna hate me, and this is a terrible idea. I can't go through with it. How dare you try to make me take and kill a kid's parents? For no good reason, I killed for revenge. I well, uh, let's let's get. I'll wait. I just would have loved it if her response was just like, 
bitch, what are you, I'm retired and I have like a wife and two grandkids now. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Hey, it's fine. <laughs> so what? What is her what is her life like then in this I haven't seen I don't think I've seen this episode. I heard that they retcon well I I still call it a retcon cuz I say it's bullshit. Uh 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 Bruce Wayne into being Terry's dad. I hate it. Yeah. But um but taking that out aside, what was Phantasm just up to? Uh it never really went into her actual backstory or anything like that. It just, like I can actually set up the scene. She was killing. Uh she uh, Phantasm shows up. They happen to all be down in a garage level, and so she they're does just show walking. Up as phantasm. Yeah, she shows up as phantasm. Fucking! Why are you holding only out for this long? What are you doing with your life, woman? And <laughs> like, they're all walking to their car, and she, phantasm stands there, watches them get into their car and all like that, and everything like that. Puts the kids in the back seat. Dad, and mom are about to go to their car doors and all like that, and she, the phantasm, raises their hand and. Slowly puts it down, the one with the hook, or the, you know, claw. Yeah. And just, it's like, nah, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not going to have it. And then uh, she gets, uh, Phantasm gets confronted by Amanda Waller. Like, why didn't you do your job? Fuck you. Is basically the I- first thing that comes out of her mouth. I'm not going to kill a kid's parents just to take and do this. You, you don't need that. Yeah, don't worry about that, okay? Because divorce is going to tear them apart, and then Derek Power or Abigail Powers is going to murder his dad. It's fine. <laughs> Who cares? That's that's an that's an inside joke from a whole other thing. Nobody understands Abigail. Where's Fanboy? <laughs> I need someone on our side for this. But no. So I love how fucking stupid and short. We haven't even talked about Massive. I know. It's just like we're just ignoring this. How fucking stupid and short-sighted that Amanda Waller is like. Well, clearly the only way to make a Batman is dead parents. Yep. (laughs) That's no other way. way. That's the main way to do it. it. You had you had Bruce Wayne, and then Dick Grayson. Plus, he has a brother. Does that ruin her formula? Or did he not have his brother at the time? Oh, he had his brother. (laughs) She was going to have to kill a little kid. Oh, oh, she wanted to, to kill the she brother, She would have to take and kill a little kid, too. <laughs> but technically, if you want to take a look at that in that whole scenario, what happened is Amanda Waller went to... Okay, his dad was getting a checkup. Amanda Waller made a doctor take and give him an, uh, an injection that literally changed his testicles to produce sperm that happened to match what Bruce Wayne was putting out. Nanotechnology, son, rebuilding that. And when you that yeah, creating that which Bruce Wayne creates. Yeah. When you get cucked by Bruce Wayne, and he wasn't even involved with it. He wasn't even involved. Bruce had no idea of this yet. Bruce didn't. Uh, is that just is that just for Terry, or is his brother part Batman? His brother's part Batman, technically. His brother's part Batman. Oh my god. In all technical standings, his, it's not a situation of, oh, it lasts for this amount of time. No, he had to take and technically <laughs> have this in his system the entire time. Because if you realize, his dad and his mother, Terry's mom and dad, actually <laughs> happen to have light chestnut brown hair and a redhead, right? That does not say jet black hair. <laughs> Both Terry and his little brother have jet black dark hair. Neither one of them happen to have the same looks as dad. Yeah. And oh, I hate this so much. I, I, I'm sorry. No, I just, I, I, the story behind this is so stupid. 
what you're explaining is fine. I'm just having a breakdown because the story of it is all really dumb. I've so I've, anyway, a young Bruce I've, Wayne meets Andrea. I've heard of, hold on, I got grave. a good joke though. <laughs> I've heard of shooting blanks, but he's shooting bats. What up? <laughs> <laughs> so we got we've got a young Bruce Wayne at a cemetery talking to his parents, where he meets this. Oh, can we talk about the intro beautiful though? woman named Andre? Kaz, I'm doing my best to get us back. No, to I this mean, movie. can we talk about the? You want to in- talk about something in this movie? Talk about this movie. You can oh, talk yeah. about whatever you want. The to. intro starts out with thank you, pumpkin. <laughs> Pure C. Everybody's going to be like, "Oh, CGI! It's terrible." Listen, it's CGI done right in the sense of they don't actually take and focus on the characters with CGI. They focus on the buildings with CGI, which is not a big deal. And the very main, stylized, anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very gothic, very Art Deco. Yeah. Uh, and then it happens to go into the Latin-speaking part for Batman's theme music, and it's. Damn good. It's really epic. (laughs) You can't get mad at this. the idea of oh this doesn't it fits completely to what Batman happens to lay out in the sense of his idea for this show. It's why it's probably one of the it's rated as one of the top best animated series. Yeah. Still. The music's just good and foreboding and the city's oh, yeah. just dark and gothic and all that stuff. Sorry and Squaring, what did you wanna say about the movie? <laughs> I just want to say the intro of this movie is really great, but does the intro actually match what we get in the, the movie? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I expected... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say yes, because in all honesty, it doesn't set up a happy tone. It sets up a very dreadful, foreboding situation of a ha- Like, you're not going to have any joyous out of this whole situation. This is going to just be a time of dismay. I think that's true, but I think what Square is saying, and I think I agree if this is what he's getting at, I think that intro is so grandiose, I don't think anything in the movie really reaches that scale. Exactly. <laughs> of like, wow, this is really fucking epic kind of thing. While that music starts and you're just like, hot damn, all right, this is a Batman that fu-, and he does fuck. But, you know, <laughs> uh, it's not, as like I said, grandiose, I think, as like the intro, like hitting real hard. That's 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 basically what I'm trying to say here. It's just like it's a great intro, and it's very grandiose, as as Kaz rightly puts it. It's just when we get through this movie and we're watching this movie, it it is exactly as you say. It is a long Batman animated series episode, but it never yeah, it feels like it a long just episode never me. matches the scope of what it like what. I feel like the intro is kind of promising because, but I, yeah. I, I get I get what you're saying. It's just even to pull away from this movie again, and we're talking about Andrea here, and we're talking about the importance of Andrea and how she ends up breaking Bruce's heart, leaving Gotham. Bruce is sad; he almost married her. We can say this all we want in Batman Beyond when he talks about love. He talks about Selena Kyle. He does not talk about Andrea Beaumont. 
This is true. Ooh. This is true. And so, again... Continuity error or Batman's priorities change? Batman's priorities change. <laughs> and rightly so, because by the hey. end of it, when Andrea leaves, I forget she exists. <laughs> that means that he was able to move on. Yep. And isn't that the mo- that Isn't that the only healthy thing that Batman has ever done? Yep. Yeah, you know what, dude? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Batman. Like, good for you. Bruce Wayne, you did it. Now, now, Walt, uh, Alfred did say he was the uh, shining image of sanity in this movie. Yeah. There was, I'm sorry. We, was that supposed to be sarcasm? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I was just making sure because I was just like, I want to make sure here because never in ever in any description of Batman can we ever use the word sane. I try to make jokes. It's taken as real talking about he's a rich guy who raises a bat and beats people up something insane about that no it's totally fine oh this movie did show like his early origins of uh before he gets the bat the cowl and the costume and all the cool little gadgets yeah technically this is like <laughs> batman year one without being batman year one yeah it definitely takes aspects from that comic book into this movie who was that uh who is the detective you guys pointed out again that we even bullock. see him bullock we see bullock on like his beat cop duty you know oh. Yeah. Before he's even detective, like really showing like the year one concept. I love the fact that in his utility belt, before he actually had a utility belt, his number one weapon was a hammer. Yeah. Hey, man, hammer of justice. The hammers of justice are unisex. <laughs> ninja star. Caltrops. Yeah, he had little little ninja stars. Did he use caltrops? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, little he did use caltrops. Spiky balls. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and then, yeah, just a fucking hammer and just, like, beating the window in. <laughs> just didn't care, didn't think it through. And I love how he, he they even show it, too. Like, he jumps down to, like, save this woman. It's just like, stop. And they're just like, you're an idiot, man. <laughs> like, nah, I'm so scared. Ooh. He goes and cries to Alfred. They didn't fear me. <laughs> they, they weren't, weren't afraid. afraid. He fixes that real quick, though. Like, he turns around. He turns yes, around. He does. Alfred's even freaked out by him. And it's like, how'd you do that with your eyes? I mean, he didn't say that, but how does Batman do that with his eyes? How he goes all wide eye? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it just loses the pupils. Pure determination to the concept of fear. Which actually, the funny part about him actually getting that idea. Which goes away from the whole concept of, like, the Christopher Nolan part where Bruce, young Bruce sees a bat whenever he falls down a cave. Mm-hmm. And that freaks him out. Instead of it doing that, it's he's with Andy. Her nickname's Andy in yeah. the show. Uh, he's with Andy, and he's proposing to her and everything like that. And all of a sudden, all the bats come out from this cave that's on his property, and... He holds her close, and he's just watching them fly out, and you see this look of kind of pure terror on his face of, like, holy shit! <laughs> and if I remember correctly, the statement I said was, oh, Bruce, are you horny? I know what my, I know how, yeah. I know now how to strike fear, and I'm super hard about it. <laughs> but here's the thing. He wasn't actually going to be Batman because he proposed to her. He was going to kind of give it up for the life with her, but then... She breaks his heart, dear John style. And that's what really turns him into Batman. You know, he had the sad boy energy before with the dead parents. But then getting your getting your engagement broken up through a letter and she just disappears, that's really what forces you to put on a mask and fight crime. 
<laughs> I know I went through that phase after my breakup of my engagement. Same thing. So, you you could say that Joe Chill started the Batman phase, but if it wasn't for Andrea, you if it wasn't yep. for Andrea, you wouldn't have Batman. So, in a way, she is the most forgettable character, but at the same time, she is the most pivotal. I don't want to put that on women. Hey, stay with your man or else you'll be Batman. No, this, like, is, this is a lesson if, to leave if, your man if, so they can all become Batman. If homegirl gotta get out of a relationship for whatever <laughs> one reason or another, you shouldn't have to be beholden to that weirdo <laughs> because he might become Batman. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's not put you're that on right. women. <laughs> you're right. We don't need that many Batman in the world anyway. No, I'm saying don't stay with someone because... <laughs> <laughs> Out of obligation of you might make Batman. <laughs> well, I mean, it could go both ways. I mean, technically, her dad made a phantasm. Yeah, this is the I dad's suppose. fault. <laughs> this isn't the boyfriend. Actually, fault. yeah, it's her dad's Listen, fault. Let's not put this on dad. <laughs> <laughs> let's not say dads are going to be the reason Batman are made. Happy Father's Day month, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just because just because dad goes around making bad bets doesn't mean you and then end up getting killed doesn't mean you made a phantasm <laughs> where is this conversation I don't, going uh, it just doesn't seem like we want hey, to talk about the movie for some we reason. are talking about the movie i'm talking about the movie she seems like a really cool her whole phantasm shtick is really cool, but very inconsistent, which makes it kind of cool, but also annoying with how broken it is. Can someone explain the hook? Wait, wait. It's scary. Like, Batman does the bat thing. She has a hook, and she does smoke clouds. It's freaky. Oh, she is. Uh, <laughs> she has a claw with, like, one big blade on one side and a smaller, like, thumb blade on the other side, and she happens to have a pseudo suit that makes her look like a man. Happens to have sound like a man. Sound, sound like, like a man, man as well. She has a voice changer. Uh, happens to have. You could probably do the voice that she does. Buzz, buzz. Yeah, just say say her name of like Kaz. You know, the Reaper of Death or whatever. Kaz, the I, hero. Your angel of death has come for you. I need that as a ringtone or something. I need that as my alarm when I wake up. <laughs> I'll have Dan isolate it later. Is that what I need to start doing? Is just start charging a dollar per <laughs> vocal statement. Uh, you, you're doing it for the exposure, honey. We don't pay you. We pay you in advertising. Uh, sorry, you, you were talking about how she wears this cool suit. That so, changes sorry. Her physique and uh, voice. Has uh, somehow, without really explaining how she does it, uh, she happens to produce a chemical out of one of her gloves or out of her suit that allows her to teleport, allows her to be able to avoid bullets, anything from bullets to projectiles. However, if it's a truck or an explosion, suddenly the power goes away. Uh, yeah, uh, which the plot armor, I wish would have... It, oh, she it, has plot I just armor. Wish it was explained. I don't know how she, how she did that. Uh, <laughs> plot armor glove. Plot armor glove. Like Batman's over here wishing he had this. Like, yeah, and that's also damn, I, comes I do well with Gordon, but you're just taking the cake. I mean, he has and she also constantly carries a fog machine with her. Yeah. 
always ready to rave at any moment. Those things are 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 have vanilla scent put into them, so you can't t- actually tell that it's killing you. I mean, that makes sense. You've, you've never been in like a fog machine fog? They smell like vanilla. So you don't know that you're dying. They they kill you? <laughs> well, I don't know that it actually they has chemicals, you? but I mean, it has chemicals in it. But yeah, it just smells like vanilla. What? <laughs> I know that like dry ice fog will kill you. Oh. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't think she's doing dry ice, though, because that sinks. It's really heavy. So you can't really, like, you can imagine her doing dry ice, and it's just at her feet. She's like, well, this is kind of embarrassing. She's just hunched over because she's dragging a bag with it, just like, your angel of death. Of death. Your angel. Give me a second. This is about 50 pounds here. And she's just, like, doing that just doing that things where she's opening and closing her fingers because they're cold and numb. <laughs> just blowing into the hand. <laughs> but yeah, she uh, phantasm. Spoilers, uh, spoilers, but yeah, she's the phantasm. The phantom's going around killing uh, uh, mobsters. Uh, mobsters, yeah. yeah. And you know, it's a Batman thing, so part of the whole like detective thing is like, who are these people? How are they connected? And you know, and naturally, we're getting flashbacks and all that stuff. So you know. You're getting more details that goes along. But yeah, she's going around killing all these mobsters as the Phantasm. And the entire time, every time anybody happens to witness Phantasm killing anybody, they're like, eh, it's Batman. Batman just killed somebody. Oh my God. Batman did it. Yeah. Was that a part of her plan? Yeah, she's got she's got the outline of Batman, so I could see people getting confused. I'd just be like, oh, fuck, shadow thing, creepy, you're gonna I mean, here to stop me. I'd think Batman. You, you gotta understand, like, even if, like, Batman's been doing good for, like, the last eight years, and it's great, and we all love Batman, he is still a man, no one knows who he is, underneath a cow with high-tech gear, and a way to always elude the cops, at any point, it would be believable that this man snapped. Yeah, even Joker at one point in the movie is like, is it possible? Did I make him snap? Did I do it? Hell yeah, yeah bitches! Oh, what a joy it would be to make it to where the Batman would finally snap and go cuckoo like me! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I was, I was uh, asking earlier, um, so it being everything being all the murders being pinned on Batman was that like incidental or was that a part of her plan? That was plan? incidental. That was incidental. Okay, she it was just tr- uh, happened to happen every time. She was trying to make it to where her father was going to take the blame, resp- uh, for, the it. blame for all the deaths, and suddenly, uh, oh crap! What's his name? It's Italian. What is it? I'm gonna butcher it. Uh, Chucky Soul. No, that was the first one. Uh, uh, the, the one Rigatoni. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rigat- Rigatoni, my <laughs> stromboli friend. Uh, happens to go to a clown. We all know. Oh, his name love. is Valestra. Valestra. I was close. Yeah, and we were there. he happens to go to Joker. But and why does he go to Joker? Main reason he goes to Joker is because this movie is also a pre. Uh, one of the many prequels of Joker as well. It's a backstory of Joker, I should say. It does it in a sense of saying before Joker was a comedian, before Joker was the Joker, this is one of those where instead of him being a comedian down on his luck in The Killing Joke, where one day he just fell into a vat after being hired up by the mob for some money, this is one where he's uh, actively working for the mob without having the whole backstory of him having a wife 
who's, you know, eight months pregnant and everything like that. You know, the Tim Burton story. Yeah. It doesn't go into him, like, going into the vat. This is actually a pre- uh, it could be a prequel for the Tim Burton story or so. Happens to be like a hitman for the mob. Yeah, he's just a weird guy who doesn't say anything and growls at pretty lady. Yeah, that's what he does. And whenever the acid comes in, he happens to change up his routine, I guess. I love how uh, when when we find out that uh, that Joker was this like old uh, mobster, we see Batman like draw a line over an old picture of him, like just one line, and Kaz totally was just like. Wow, Batman, was that is that all you needed? Like just that one line, totally believing. And then we see that Batman is drawn Actually, a really nice big lips. red smiley face. Uh, I my, my power must have went out or not my power, my connection must have went out during that part because I didn't, I didn't get to see that one little section. Oh, and uh, oh, that's right, we did have a little bit of a time. I think during that little spot, if you looked at the files on that whole thing, if you looked on the left to his picture. You saw what name was on the left, right? I don't think we did. Uh, it was Joe Chill. So he was also there? Uh, Joe Chill was one of the... Mo- he was the monster that killed Bruce Wayne's mom and dad. I don't think I noticed that. Yeah. I did... I I have to say, I didn't didn't get that one either. I don't like this as an origin... Or not really an origin, but I don't... I, I don't think this adds anything to the Joker. I, I say it adds backstory. Not really how he became the Joker, but what he was before he was the Joker doesn't add any substance though <laughs> it, it 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 gave me no incl- bigger insight on joker uh, uh that you couldn't have done by just saying like oh yeah he used to be in the mob basically i think what kaz is saying is did this add anything to the story itself so, yeah the joker i guess it's just how uh, Vinny happened to take and know him outside of that that's it and even if like I said, if they could if they just had that in a line that was just Joker saying like, "Oh yes, it was part of your old like little gang you had or whatever the fuck," um, that would have worked just as well. Because like any of the flashbacks with him, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't add anything. He was the guy who went and killed her dad, but like, oh yeah, he did kill the dad. Eh, you could have swapped him out and still had Joker in this, and it would have been fine. <laughs> oh, I guess it does add to like the. It does add to a bit of the catharsis, I guess, in that she was willing to go and sacrifice herself to kill the Joker, but apparently neither of them died, so... Oh, but now we also uh. know Jason Todd from <laughs> Under the Red Hood. He just copied Andrea. <laughs> what an unoriginal bitch. How? <laughs> with the ultimatum, with just like, it's me or the Joker. Oh, okay. And it's just like, yep. And then, you know, the bomb explodes yep. at the end, and both of them go missing again. And you're just like, he was maybe there. I don't know. Yeah. They really like to I... blow up the Joker a lot, don't they? That's <laughs> what I'm really he getting from most... DC. He has the most blow upable face I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you want to either blow up or throw a pie at. Why else do you think Joker hangs around the Bat family so much? They're a blast. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, he. Uh, we were talking about um, Zanya went to go talk to Joker and to get to get protection, right? Yeah. Yeah. When Penny Pasta went to go talk to the Joker, it got a little weird. <laughs> and uh, when Andrea shows up to take down uh, Rigatoni, he's already dead. Because guess what? The Joker killed him first. Big surprise, guys. 
your favorite linguini just dead. Okay, but yeah, you couldn't have expected. I mean, uh, Andrea doesn't know. She's not that intimate with all the Batman villains. I don't even know how long she was even in Gotham before she started killing spree again. Actually, that was one of the questions I had about this movie. If you remember, it shows Phantasm killing out Tony, the very first mob boss. He dies, right? At the very beginning of the movie. And suddenly, the person who is going to be the phantasm is up in a up in a plane from a one hundred, uh, you know, how many ever miles away flight. So I guess she had to take and do some fan dangling to make it right, make that work. She got a phone call from the scumbag who's blaming Batman for all the deaths and everything like that. And yeah. it happens while she's up in a plane. But yeah. at the same time, like the night prior to her being up in this plane. She's in Gotham. She killed everybody. She killed that dude. And, you know, he's dead. Now, all of a sudden, she's up in a plane saying she's from this flight. Uh, I guess it's just, I, I, uh, She can teleport with, with plot armor gloves. She took a speedboat so. right. back to the other, off of Gotham to another area, got on a plane to go back to Gotham. Where was the total normal way? Was so what's so hard to understand? Speedboats. This is Where's back in the nineteen fifties. That's what this was supposed to be time Uh if Batman has a jet, Phantasm can have a speedboat. I think Phantasm's money went into the Phantasm suit. And the speedboat to get her back from Gotham to a different area to get on the plane to where it looked totally normal. Batman totally loses his jet, too, because after he uses it and the cops are, like, all over, he never gets it again. He puts yeah. it down somewhere, but he can't go back and pick it up unless the cops find it. There's cops everywhere, so he was like, well, shit, I guess it's theirs now. The, and it, <laughs> well, the bat is theirs. We have to talk about this. Batman gets blamed for this stuff, and before there's even a trial by jury or anything like that, he is automatically assumed guilty. Happens to be seen as... Again, because, let's be real, I believe a lot of people would believe a man that has been dressed like a bat for eight years fighting crime would snap at some point. As a kid, I would totally, I, I totally would have gone with the whole, like, oh yeah, Batman would never do this. Like, he could never do this. As an adult, be like... I don't know, man. I've seen what pressure can do to people. He could have totally started killing people. I love how much they actually just go after him with it. It's not like, you know, oh, don't <laughs> kill him. Take him, bring him back alive. Just make it to where he happens to come in. We want to take him in and prosecute him. No, dead or alive, automatically, no choices. That is the whole point of this. And they're like, okay, pulls out. You know, click, click, motherfucker. Here we go. We're just going to go ahead and get the whole SWAT team. And then, of course, we have a jackass. Uh, let's just call him Andrews. And say he just starts shooting at the building he's hiding in. Hits a freaking a torch, uh, a fuel torch can canister. Blows up levels of this uh, construction site. Even pisses off Bullock to yeah. where he's like, you stupid idiot. What are you shooting at? Kind of situation. At, and then Batman attempts to escape, I say with air quotations, and it's just his cowl going up in the sky towards the helicopter. And they're like, shoot! And I swear to God, it's like... They unload on that shit. It's like man. the episode of like Looney Tunes whenever Daffy Duck happens to walk out and all of a sudden all the hunters are there and Daffy's in the dead center of that scene 
and all the hunters are just lined around him, and they just unload thousands of rounds upon this cowl, and it's gone. It's a sawhorse just attached to his grappling hook, and it is just saw chips after this whole thing is done. Well, how are we going to identify him? I don't know. Someone shot each tooth. We, we can't reconstruct this shit. Yeah, until someone's like, hey, Batman's not made out of wood. Get him. <laughs> they go back after him. I believe they only had one line that was, he's considered armed and dangerous. Yeah. Which Batman never having a gun, nor any of the bodies they found uh, were shot or anything like that. Not yep. that armed necessarily has to mean a gun. But yeah, they're just like, oh, he's armed and dangerous. That just means free reign. Fucking open fire. Well, I mean, he is armed. He's got the grappling hook. He's got the batarangs. He's got the smoke bombs. He's got caltrops. Like... He is armed with a full utility he, belt. He, he might, might even have, have a, a hammer for nostalgia. <laughs> he might have a hammer for nostalgia. He might not have a gun, but Batman's proved he doesn't need a gun. <laughs> Again, if this man snapped, it's not hard to imagine Batman able to just merc an entire police force. I'll, I'll bet this is the kind of guy who would even have plans to take out the Justice League or some shit. Exactly. <laughs> uh. Oh, uh, what, what what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, he tucks away a file, a paper file in his little trousers that says... Like, no, he tucks away an entire, like, fucking filing cabinet. Uh, what? Oh, nothing like that. What's that, what's that behind your Look, back? No, we, uh, we just... <laughs> nothing. Uh -huh. We just have to ask a very important question about this movie. We can we can talk all we want about plot. We can talk all we want about Batman Jokers. and Andrea... And Wait, Joker's origins. Joker slaps a lady with salami, though. <laughs> yes, we need to we're talk not about ending, that. We're not ending the podcast. I have a different important question to ask. It's usually your... I'm beginning to ramp it up. Is this movie... Is this movie... One of the best Christmas movies of all time? Didn't Christmas? It wasn't during Christmas, though. It was released December 25th, 1993. Yes, but it wasn't an actual Christmas theme. Is this not the best movie to watch on Christmas? No, there's other. Why not? There's... Apparently, we can release it on Christmas. This is a Christmas movie, okay. obviously, because Andrea with the Mist of Snow. I don't know. Give me like five minutes and maybe like even three if... gin and tonics, and I'll get you there. Even if we're going off that and be like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, it's a Christmas movie. It's nowhere near the best Christmas movie. There's so many. Uh, if you're going to go for a Batman uh, Christmas movie, I would say, uh, honestly, Penguin is the Christmas movie for Batman. It's got cheer. It's got family. There's a lady in a sexy cat suit. <laughs> it's also got uh, a Christmas trees, presents, and... Uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, not Willem Dafoe. Sorry. <laughs> Christopher yeah. Walken. It's got Christopher <laughs> Walken. Christopher Walken plays a guy named Shrek. That's pretty Christmassy right there. <laughs> It's also got. So uh, you're uh, telling me that this movie that made a character that was supposed to be very important to Batman, who was overall pretty forgettable about Batman, was not rightly released on December 25th? This is not a Christmas movie? This is not a movie that you would want to line up with your family after opening your gifts? You know, getting your. I don't know, the Super Nintendo with some video games. And... Your original premise was one of the best. And while I wouldn't mind if this was on the background while we're here at Christmas. Uh, I felt like this was more I of think, summer. I think other movies get bigger priority. 
I had a feeling it was like summer or spring. Yeah, yeah. His whole dipshit argument is it was re- the movie was released oh. around Christmas. No, the movie so was released it... on Christmas oh, Day so, itself. So make it, so make it uh, so call it a Christmas movie, but like it makes it, it's a really good Christmas gift. There you go. There you go. There you go. This movie's a Christmas gift, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was just confused. I needed someone to help me out. Y'all help me out. Now I know. This is supposed to be the greatest Christmas gift to get. Is it? I, I mean, if you're a big Batman fan, yes, it's a really good Christmas gift. So, anyway, Joker slaps someone with salami. Can someone repeat that again? Uh, yeah! <laughs> just meat slaps this lady. <laughs> It's, it, it is actually a really funny scene because, like, yeah, she's like got him like over a table and like is kind of she's ready to kill him and like he's they're in like this futuristic set where this robot lady was chopping uh, or just chopping eh, whatever and he he used he he used her to like chop salami um, but at the point where she's like got him over the table fighting him they got this great scene where they show the table and it's like the knife they really zoom in on the knife. And then before you know it, the next scene is, or the next the next shot is like Joker swinging at her, but he doesn't use the knife. He grabs the salami that was on the table and just smacks her with it. And I, uh, that was really funny. And it's a very Joker moment. <laughs> to make it more comical, it was baloney. Oh, there we go. It was a bunch of baloney. Am I right? Hey. It was a full stick of baloney. <laughs> it was just. It was funny. That was a funny scene. <laughs> also, he's fucking that robot, right? <laughs> Yeah, like what else is he doing? He pinches her cheek off of her face first because she's like, you know, the parts are falling apart pretty well. When did we ever say? When did we ever say Joker was a gentle lover? And he, yeah, he he even pitched some 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 uh, some parts, uh, some skin or whatever paint off of her tuchus too. Yeah, she he pinches both cheeks. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I never promised anything gentle about Joker. And and then yeah, I think Phantasm shows up and he's like, always when you're in the mood, <laughs> <laughs> always when the electric's trying to go, when you feel that spark. Oh, also with this whole future city, I guess they kind of hint hint that like the stupid like dumb looking future car was the inspiration behind the Batmobile. Yep. Yeah, it's this big blocky, long angular thing. And yeah, you sh- you see in that like them visiting this world of the tomorrow, whatever kind of place. The, yeah, it has like the same. The, it basically is the Batmobile, but it's not black. Yeah, and doesn't have all the gadgets. Well, I'm sorry, not everyone can have a tank like in the Dark Knight Returns. Sometimes blocky cars are the way to go to be a superhero. To be fair, it worked out to where it would be more stylized with the whole thing. It was block. It was big enough to be able to be like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, his that car would be able to hold a big enough engine to go fast enough as a jet. Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna say if Bat, as far as Batmobiles go, I don't know how sacrilegious might be. This might be another one of those cars has a real shit take. I don't like the tumbler. <laughs> no one liked the tumbler. Really, I feel like there's some like weird Nolan Christopher Nolan losers who are just like, no, no, it's it's realistic and practical. Like that could actually happen. This is what makes it good. <laughs> Here's a statement I always say to anybody that happens. To look at comics and says, "Oh, it needs to be realistic." It's a comic for a reason. We're escaping reality to go into a fantasy. If you have to have your reality and your fantasy be the th- same thing, go watch Fox News. Fox News isn't reality. <laughs> That's why I said I'm over. I'm over here just like 
like, look, we can say all we want about Batman and the new movie, The Batman, but if even if you want to make fun of it, the guy did make a muscle car into his Batmobile, and that's more realistic than the fucking Tumblr. I haven't seen the new one. I mean, this one right now isn't realistic. It's a bit... I mean, for the animated series or for, for Mass Phantom, is this big, chunky block that looks like you made it with Lego pieces. <laughs> like, It's not very practical. I hope it'll hurt if you step on it. <laughs> yeah, that's for damn sure. <laughs> oh, you don't step on the Batmobile Lego. The Batmobile Lego steps on you. <laughs> you just wait till the Batmobile just gets up and just bitch slaps you with a tire. Don't joke. He actually does that. Like, yeah. In, uh, in yeah. Uh, Brave and the Bold, he actually makes it to where his car happens to have the ability to tr- uh, tel- uh, tra- transform oh. into a fighting robot. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry to talk about Batman Brave and the Bold. I, I, we yeah. turned the Batmobile on the kit from Knight Rider. I didn't see Brave and the Bold, but I know, like, bat shit. Well, <laughs> pun intended. No pun intended. Bat shit. Uh, crazy things happen in that great. one. Like, it goes off the walls. Please, Guano. You're right. You're right. It goes bat guano <laughs> off the walls. It actually gets called Guano Boy. This. He does. Yeah. Was that Joker? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, during the whole bit, whenever Phantasm decides to go after Joker, Batman steps in. Uh, actually, what happens is Joker turns on a giant, like, what is it? Like a, let's say a hundred foot tall turbine. And yeah. it starts just sucking her in towards it. And it's going to kill her. It's going to destroy her. Batman shows up, of course, throws his motorcycle into the turbine, destroys the turbine, and starts going after Joker Joker leads him into this model city of Gotham. And like the cartoon character that Joker wants to be, puts like the Empire State Building top on his head, hides between hides within the uh, t- uh you know skyscrapers and everything like that. Batman's walking through the model and you see the top. <laughs> and it's, uh, what I love about this is instead of, you know, how like uh, when you're watching an animated show, whatever, you can always tell whenever something's going to happen because it's like colored the yeah, same as the yeah. people. In this, they don't color his topper like you would with Batman or Joker. His, the, his hat that he's wearing, technically, is actually colored the same as the buildings. It's the exact same texture and everything like that. So yeah. it actually fits in with the background. So it's like the perfect camouflage. And you're, you're watching Batman just walking by. You see, doot, 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 doot. Kind of like the bush mm-hmm. that you would see in Looney Tunes. But even then, you can tell the, bu- the bush is animated and everything like that. This one's just perfect. And yeah. he turns on stuff, has stuff going on like that. And Batman's like, where the fuck is this asshole? He, and Joker's just over there snickering to himself just a little bit. <laughs> happens to take his hat off uses a baseball bat and bashes Batman across the back and is about to stab him and then Batman gets him but that whole little setup is just so Looney Tunes it was. but so perfect I love that scene just for how they did it and they didn't give away with the whole you know it has to be animated different no we're going to do this right we're going to yeah. make this to where even Batman wouldn't be able to take a look at this and be like that. that, that that's the thing that's the thing right there. Well, I think yeah, I think rather than you know, like, hey, this is full Batman because you know it's in it's in universe, so you would you, they could have had it stick out, and you would have been like, oh yeah, well, how would Batman know? The fact that it fools you, the viewer, you're like, oh my god, you know, didn't see it. Uh, I love that it's just a goofy little hat that he has. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, yeah, I I felt like a like as a little 
dumb child, I felt like an absolute genius when I would watch like uh, Tom and Jerry, and you would see like all this like all 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 this like food or whatever on the table, but you'd see like that one steak or whatever that was brightly colored. I'm like, they're gonna use that one. <laughs> And it's obvious, but as a child, I was like, ah, look, I knew it. I'm so smart. (laughs) Really, I'm just stupid and probably should have figured that out like two years earlier. I was 20. No. (laughs) So we got to ask overall, is Phantasm a menacing villain? And I'll I'll start this off with saying I already think Phantasm is a little bit more menacing than, let's say, Calendar Man. Uh, If you want to go with like that, I'd say if you had to take and put like a list of Let's put Joker at the top of the medicine list. Joker will kill just for fun's sake. I'd say Phantasm's right below Joker in the, in the level, if you will. Joker, uh, Phantasm's probably on a level of uh, Penguin. Are you telling me that? Are Are you telling me that Phantasm is more menacing than, say, like Ra's al Ghul? No, because Ra's al Ghul and Joker are kind of on the same know, I... level. They will kill for. I don't really do tier lists. I don't, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, here's where the lists of the rank. And I'm not really good at that. Uh, I'll say, yeah, I'd say uh, Phantasm's menacing because mm-hmm. yeah, the whole bulletproof thing, freaky. The fact that she get hit by car, I'm like, okay, so you are killable. But then once again, it's a creepy silhouette. Uh, and so far, like, it's one of, you're a mobster, and you're like, fuck, she killed another one. Fuck, she killed another one. Fuck, she killed another one. Uh, I'm so desperate, I have to go to the Joker for protection. I'd say that's pretty menacing. <laughs> like, I think that's why Joker would kill that, per- other than, you know, like, hey, old ties, why not just cut those ties kind of thing? But also, it's like, you came to me because you're scared of more scared of that thing than me. That's a good point. Again, uh, this you know? is why I just asked the question. I was just wondering. That is a good way to put it. I'd say they did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best way to put it. Sweet. Yeah, Joker also has... Joker also has... uh, Somehow, because you were talking about the speedboats wouldn't have been invented then. Joker has drones. Just drones. Autonomous drones that can focus in on Batman. And just try to strike Yeah, so give the girl the speedboat. So yeah, you're right. Speedboats confirmed, everyone. (laughs) Let my girl have... The speedboat. I wasn't saying they weren't around. I was saying that they... Oh. I don't yeah, know I don't how know. she had the money. I would think all the money went to her suit. How does Joker get the money? Because once again, okay, yeah. You could say... You could say... The mobster comes to him with $5 million. A half of $5 million. Right. Says, I'll give you the rest once you kill the Batman. Yeah. And... You can do whatever you want to. Autonomous drones, though. I mean, okay, okay. Let's say the drones are part of the whole, like, hey, they did this and future world and never let anyone have the technology i guess that's actually what i thought happened how many tons of tnt does he have lined the <laughs> statement he said was there are six miles of tunnels underneath this place and they are lined to the brim with high grade explosives and it actually does a picture of you know the yeah. tunnels whenever they're exploding and everything like that and they're at least halfway full so, and whenever it goes off... And there's big barrels of, like, TNT and gasoline yeah, and shit. Yeah, like or barrels of everything that you can get your hands on type of situation. Yeah. And I, I just want to know who the hell sold this to him. Because, uh, yeah, hello, how are you doing? Oh, yes, I'd like to buy all your explosives. Uh, well, do you work for a government contractor? No, 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 I don't do anything like that. 
uh, construction even. And and you need how much? Uh, right, well, buddy, uh, how much do you need? I need a ballpark estimate of 10,000 tons. As you were pointing out, the amount of explosives that that takes is larger than, like, most nukes, most small nukes even. Which... <laughs> How is this future land even that big? I mean, it didn't blow up any part of Gotham. Big bombs they can do. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just from the exterior shots they showed, it never felt felt that big. I think they did a poor yeah. job of conveying the scale. I will say that. I think it's because they focused. They were too. How can I put it? They were. They didn't exactly expand the shot of the explosion. They were focused on the explosion. Instead of it like being, you know, yeah. here's Gotham, here's this, here's this island that's used for the future world. We need to show this future world just, you know, being a blip and all of a sudden just being gone. They didn't really do a very good job. Funny, the future world never shows up. No, it does that's not. Because the world isn't ready for future world. <laughs> Even in Batman Beyond, when they show old Gotham, and they're like, "Yeah, look at this rundown piece of shit." Never see future world. <laughs> nope. And how wrong it was about the yeah, future. Yeah, when we see old Gotham, we just want to keep it old. It's terrible. It's like shit. Yeah. Tear down. Fuck you, Bruce. <laughs> Why are you keeping this just so you can have memories of your dead parents? Jeez, man. That's the blood stain right there on the floor. Every time Alfred brings tea. Yeah. Lemonade. And then I think tea or coffee or something like that. Batman's just getting it on. <laughs> well, shit. I guess I'll have to throw these out again. Yeah. Bat like Alfred's pissed like 20 kidney stones because of all the things he's had to drink because... Bruce is just an just an inconsiderate man. He's just like, I'm gonna go get you some lemonade. Immediately just gets down with a woman without waiting for said lemonade. Master Bruce, I brought ah. Once again, I see. Okay, you have a good one. I guess I will have to drink this whole <laughs> lemonade here. And I love the fact where Alfred Alfred's just he's the aggravated dad throughout this whole movie. Is what Alfred is. Yeah, like Bruce even throws like this little petulant yeah. child tantrum. Over You're not my dad. You, you don't know me. I beg to differ. I fucking powdered your bottom when you were born. I have been there throughout your entire life. I know you better than you know. You don't know me, Dad. <laughs> I'm the only one in the world that knows you're an Audi, Bruce. <laughs> I know about that secret little mark on the left side of your bum, Master Bruce. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, Pumpkin, did you like it? I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I thought that, in all honesty, it was worthy of... It's it's worthy of the anim Batman animated series for it being a, uh, you know, a full-length movie. Uh, granted, it's much more closer to an idea of like a more mature movie and not meant for like kids to teenagers i'll say it like that the mindset i mean uh kaz did you like it yeah i i did like it I, I, it's a lot of fun it's very yeah like you said it fits within the canon of the animated series um aside from like where it gets a bit overly v or a bit more violent than the regular episode it could have to me, just been like a two to three parter episode. It just feels like a long episode mostly, which I like the animated series, so I don't mind. As I, as I said the, uh, on the beginning, it never reaches like the <laughs> grandiose intro that it sets itself, the bar that it sets itself up. But it's good. It's fun. I enjoyed it. 
uh, Square it. Did you, did you like it? Overall, it's just kind of like a, for me. I, I I'm not mad. I I watched it. I thought it was pretty decent. I would recommend it to someone who'd never see it. But I really don't see myself rewatching this movie anytime soon. To be not honest. even for Christmas. Not even for Christmas, damn, damn. it! But but that's what I'm gonna get you for your gift. Well, I'm fucked. You can re-gift it to me. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the awkward part where Pug's like, "Shit, I got it for both of y'all." <laughs> <laughs> then I'll have two copies. One stays in the plastic. So uh, this week, this week we were joined uh, by Pumpkin Panic. Pumpkin, you want to tell us what's going on in your life? Uh, working right now on trying to get the field. I am doing a a Twitch pumpkin patch this year, so I'm actually going out and trying to start up a pumpkin patch. And during October, I will be taking uh, sugar pumpkins, turning them into food, jack o' lanterns, carving them out, and uh, some pumpkins will be exploded. Where can people find this pumpkin-related content? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, uh, Pumpkin Panic at twitch.tv slash Pumpkin Panic. Yeah, uh, all those words spelled regularly, unlike some of our stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll just be doing some random stuff on stream, and hopefully I'll be able to take and stream a bit more. Uh, I want to take and play a little bit of uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge with some people, if we can get that nice. lined out. Nice. So you do like variety stuff. I know yeah. you do Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Fortnite, Tiny Tina's okay. Wonderland. You did go go super ghosts and goblins and shit. Uh, maybe not that so much anymore. Uh, can't really. <laughs> I don't like throwing up that much. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Don't do a and drinking we... competition with yourself on that shit. It doesn't work. We are also, you know, we're we're the hosts of the stre- these streams. Uh, second respawn. You can see us at twitch.tv forward slash second respawn. That's the number two and D, the word respawn. Uh, we do variety streams. Nan is getting close to the end of Elden Ring. We're doing Persona Strikers. Uh, I'm sure we play other stuff. <laughs> Monster Hunter. Monster, Nan does the Monster Hunter. Stuff like that. Uh, and we're joined by Sir Squarin. That's twitch.tv forward slash Sir Squarin. That's Sir, S-Q-U-A-R-I-N. And he's been watching weird British shows that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> hey, man. It's called art. It's called art. I beg to differ. Ah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and shout out our editor, Tucker. This podcast comes out edited every week on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and it's only because of the work he puts in. He also Twitch streams, so you can find him uh, at twitch.tv forward slash Tucker underscore wins, or you can find him at Twitter uh, at Tucker wins. Um, and like we said, this was the final movie of our little family-friendly portion for Summer of Animation. Now it's all so, sex. <laughs> it's all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll for the next fucking month. Wait, but there was blood and Batman had sex. This is true. Hey, it's, yeah, a, it's a good segue. Anyway, uh, next month we are going to be checking out Perfect Blue, Animatrix, oh. Promare, and rounding out Summer of Animation, we will be uh, checking out Princess Mononoke. Uh, so look forward to that. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and share it with maybe your friends, your family. It's awkward, we know, but hey, 
We really like making people laugh. Yeah. Right, Kaz? Maybe you could even send it to that guy that you're worried might become Batman if you break up with him. And then he'll hear this and he'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have saved probably your life. <laughs> yes, this podcast saves lives. So, honestly, the only thing I can really, like, kind of end this out is don't find yourself an Andrea. Find yourself a Selena Kyle. Hell yeah. Give me that patch cat suit. Wait, that was... <laughs> she didn't wear the patch cat, cat suit in the animated series? <laughs> or that gray thing, which gave me confusing feelings as a child. Anyways, this is a Santa Podcast. <laughs>